Hello, I'm Joe Watson. And I'm Josh Newman. And this is Literally, What Does That Mean? The show where we take pop culture references a little bit too literally. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, It's better than yours, damn right. It's better than yours. I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. We should definitely pick more songs uh, just on one note. Yeah, just monotone, easy enough for Rebecca. Much, much easier for <laughs> the two of us. So, on today's show, we are, if you didn't guess, focusing on uh, Khalees' great work, My Milkshake, or just Milkshake. An iconic song of the... 19... Of 2003. 2003, wow, mm. it's a lot newer than I thought it was. So, diving straight in, I think the obvious question that we have to ask is, what is in Khalees' Milkshake? Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to this song. That is the big question in this song. It's going to be a pretty easy episode, I reckon. Uh, I mean, I, I thought so, yeah. I mean, we know basically a milkshake contains ice cream, sugar, milk and flavourings. Yeah, it's the awesome basic milkshake. Yeah, and we were set up well, really. I mean, is she's obsessed with food. I mean, she holds a degree, actually, from Le Cordon Bleu Culinary School. I mean, I've literally never heard of that place, but I believe it's a reputable... Yeah, I think school. it's uh, by Raymond Blanc, the uh, Michelin star restaurant owner. Restaurant owner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, she released this uh, cookbook in 2015 called uh, My Life on a Plate, Recipes from Around the World. I'm always a bit dubious about these stars that bring out cookbooks or, like, fitness DVDs. I'm not really sure how. Mm. But, I mean, she has a degree, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no and her mum's and, and her mum's a, a cook, okay. Yeah, as well as other things, but, yeah. So, yeah. As well as other things. <laughs> that sounds so ominous. <laughs> um, but... So we bought this book uh, in preparation for this podcast and flipped, obviously, straight to the dessert section. As anybody would. But guess what? There are no milkshakes. I mean, it's ridiculous. We thought we were going to be done and dusted in uh, less than two minutes, but no. To be honest, I think it's false advertising. She literally wrote a song about her milkshake. Mm. And then she doesn't advertise her milkshake yeah, in the I mean, book that she wrote about food. When I got there, it was just a bloody apple pie recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it turns out we weren't the only people who were angry about this. Uh, Dave S. Sparrow on uh, Amazon <laughs> said, Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. I was very upset at the lack of milkshake recipes in this book. Really, we should have read that before we uh, invested. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Kelly said she could teach us, but she'd have to charge. By buying this book, I've been charged, and yet still I don't know how to bring all the boys to the yard. I mean, <laughs> he, he raises a good point then. She does actually say that she will tell us the recipe but she'll have to charge and now she's not giving us the goods maybe she's just waiting for a little bit longer to get her name out there as sort of a culinary genius and then mm. once she's got enough reputation in that field she'll bring out her milkshake recipe so we're just going to wait a little bit longer yeah maybe i mean so we thought we'd have to dig deeper uh, to really find uh, find the true recipe yeah so we looked at sort of global milkshake um, favorites online and i mean I think the obvious list of favorites came up they included chocolate, Oreos, cookie and cream. That's my favourite. Um, <laughs> you need to know that, obviously. Um, vanilla, strawberry and banana. So the basic staple milkshake mm. diet. Yeah, I mean, so chocolate tops the list. And uh, 19, Caitlin 99, uh, writes C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E. The best flavour ever. No, she says the best the bet flav ever. Oh, the bet flav ever. Oh, chocolate, bet flav ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor 19, Caitlin 99. <laughs> uh, I mean, Big Boss also agrees. He says, well, I assume Big Boss is a he, actually. Oh, we don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Big Boss, right. Uh, we're talking about chocolate here. Irresistible, sweet chocolate. It's the best. I think that's more central writing than Fifty Shades of Grey, to be honest. <laughs> 
but not everybody agrees. There are lots of people who are um, very passionate for other sides of the um, of the milkshake spectrum, mm. including those who really like Oreo from a person called Anonymous, who says, <laughs> who says best milkshake ever. I'm just assuming they're American. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, you lived in a cave. Is this from American? <laughs> <laughs> Do you live in a cave? <laughs> It's a cave, oh, okay, cave. Not a cave. Yeah. Get off your butts and buy an Oreo. Oreos and cream milkshake. Now, if you don't like if you don't like it, scream at the top of your lungs. I don't really know what they're saying right here, to be honest, but um, mm. I think they like Oreos and cream more than they They like seem chocolate. on a bit of a sugar high, actually, at this <laughs> point, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, but the big problem with these reviews is that, firstly, uh, they're not unanimous. Uh, Kelly's writes that she brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, all of them. Not a subsection, including Big Boss and 19 well, Kelly. To be honest, I really think if, if the song went, my milkshake brings a small subset of the, <laughs> of the boys to the yard, the rest of them go elsewhere. Yeah, Damn yeah. right, it's better than yours. It wouldn't quite be as catchy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But also, this questionnaire wasn't stratified by gender, so uh, we don't know. I mean, like we said, we don't know whether Big Boss is a man or a woman. Exactly, yeah. We don't know, you know, whether we want to find the milkshake recipe which unanimously appeals just to guys, actually. To guys, but also maybe you want it to be age stratified because the boys exclude sort of older. Yeah, when you watch the video as well, the men are significantly younger than um, old. And undoubtedly they're incredibly good looking as well because it's a pop song. <laughs> so we tried to look a little bit deeper into gender differences in a preferred milkshake flavour and unfortunately... No one, to our knowledge, has done work directly on this, but they have, thankfully, on ice cream. I mean, who wouldn't do ice cream rather than milkshakes? Well, yeah, a key constituent, and let's face it, much, much nicer than milkshakes. Um, so we found a study from Mintel, who's an, which are an organisation which researches food and beverages. Like, can we just focus on the name for a slight second? Mintel, it sounds like a sweet, like mint, but like Intel, like intelligence <laughs> on sweets. And... Mintel, bim, 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 bim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, they released this study in 2008 and um, found that there are quite stark gender differences, actually. So men generally prefer plain ice cream, uh, like chocolate or vanilla. 70% of men said that was their favourite. But women prefer more exciting flavours with sort of different bits and pieces in them, so like sweets or chocolate chunks. And that was 74% of the women that were asked. Mm. And they do like the other people's flavours as well, but less so. So, you know, I think we can assume that for the purposes of this, actually, Kelly's ice cream must have sort of a plainer flavour, because that is men's favourite. Exactly. Uh, and there was more, actually, solid evidence to back this up on a thread discussing this on uh, icecreamjournal.turkeyhill.com. Uh, so Evan Thomas says, I think it's definitely true I like the plainer flavours. And Lynn says that her husband likes plain while she likes everything. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, my husband likes plain, but I like everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jacqueline Seawold um, right, saying that, so true, my husband prefers plain chocolate. I like chocolate chip or ice cream with nuts in it. Yeah. So, I mean, from the study from Mintel and these three people, that's pretty definite. Though. Yeah, I think men like plain sort of chocolate-based, vanilla-based ice creams. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go to the yard for my second favourite choice of milkshake either. So. I mean, no, I mean, Kalista is bringing all the boys, so why would you... Exactly, yeah. I'd go somewhere else if if she was offering ones with bits in. (laughs) (laughs) So we put our academic hats on and we decided to look at other constituents of milkshake, including, well, milk itself. And in a study from the Journal of um, uh, America Dietetic Association, 
1999 by Kleges et al. They found that women actually had lower milk intake than men. And they have, but they have more milk-related gastric disorders. Yeah, so I think therefore we can have actually quite a high milk content in this milkshake. Absolutely, because we're just appealing to men. We don't care about women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and their gastric disorders. <laughs> um, and yeah, further still, there was another um, study which looked at differences in uh, milk habits between men and women. Uh, but they looked at the Upper Silesian agglomeration inhabitants. This is a Cardass et al. 2016, and uh, but they actually found that. Men and women don't drink different proportions of a pasteurised raw or UHT milk. So actually, there's no difference at that level. I mean, is this population representative of the population we're looking at? Who are we looking at? Um, well, actually, I suppose we're not looking at the upper Silesian, Silesian agglomeration inhabitants. I mean... What, what, where is that, Joe? <laughs> you have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. But I don't think it's in New York, which is where Kelly's is from. Okay, so we're looking at New York men, and if you look at this sort of subset of men in the world, and you if you look at the um, the infamous behavioural risk factor surveillance system, which we're all very familiar with, <laughs> in 2005 they looked specifically at milk consumption in New York adults. You do wonder what people do with it. I mean, um, why has anybody studied this? This is so boring. I mean, we've studied it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's been made purposely for this podcast. That's the only reason why they've done it. That's how they've got their grand proposal through. <laughs> <laughs> but they showed that men are most likely to drink whole or semi-skimmed milk, whereas um, women are more likely to drink skimmed milk. So men sort of drink whole milk 23.6%, semi-skimmed 27% of the time. Mm, but quite difficult to actually, I mean, those aren't very big differences. So we had to look at other demographics as well. So Kalise was 24 when she released the song, which is uh, unfortunately just in the, the gap of different age groups they looked at. But uh it seems that as they shift from 18 to 24 to 25 to 34, actually, people start drinking more whole milk again. There's a, there's a shift towards whole milk. Important question, though. Mm-hmm. Khalees is the harbinger of um, milkshake. Harbinger, is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> she brings the milkshake. Yeah. Does she just charge people for the milkshake that are only her age, or can any man come? Mm, that is a good point. Though in the song, they look, yeah, a similar age to Khalees. And also, importantly... They are, I think, if we have to categorise them, they are mainly of the black, non-Hispanic type. And have we got any data on? A huge amount of data. So oh, startlingly, <laughs> I mean, this is phew, the most startling statistic of today's show, is that this uh, group of people drink 39.5% of the time whole milk. Whoa, that is crazy. We've peaked podcast right there. We could just... Finish right there. That's the that's the best this is going to get. Like thirty nine point five percent, as opposed to twenty three point six percent. Yeah, okay, no, I'll know, give you that. That's quite that dramatic. A big, big increase. So therefore, definitely, definitely whole milk in Khalees's recipe. No, I agree. But I mean, there are other factors to to sort of link into that as well. Khalees, for example, is from a more sort of wealthy and privileged background. Mm, her, father, her father worked in the university and was a jazz musician, which is definitely. Higher class thing to do. Who's a jazz musician and works yeah, in a slum? Yeah. I don't know. Also, Khalees went to Manhattan Country School, which is quite Manhattan a, Country School. How lovely! Yeah, quite a posh private school. <laughs> which actually, the so whole milk consumption is lower in wealthier families. But I think, you know, we don't know the demographics of the the people receiving yeah, the milk. Yeah, food. I mean, Khalees isn't selling it to herself, is she? She's giving it up to other people. You've got yeah. to you've got to take what you can get, and if she's getting men in general. Then just, I think we can just assume that. She wants she's yeah. out whole milk milkshakes. Yeah, so definitely. So where we're at now is that we've got plain ice cream, probably vanilla, um, and maybe chocolate. Yeah, and, and a quite push. a lot of whole milk. Yeah, sounds very fatty and 
Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the yard right now. Oh, we haven't even got to the toppings yet. <laughs> I did receive, actually, yesterday, though, some quite alarming news from one of our um, the people who check out the sources for this podcast. And, uh, and they found an interview with Rich Pelly for The Guardian, where Kelis, I mean, quite scary, you know, hold on to your seats here. She said, I don't think I've ever made a milkshake. Um... What the hell, Khalees? What are you doing? <laughs> You've never made a milkshake. You, that's just false pretenses right there. Mm. And she went on to say, I made a smoothie the other day that was really good. Protein powder, spinach, orange and crushed ice with a little bit of honey. Um, and coconut water. And coconut Don't get the coconut water. water. <laughs> which makes it a hundred times worse. Yeah, but, you know, this is quite confusing because she said in the song, obviously, that, you know, she's made milkshakes, they're great. And a milkshake and isn't a smoothie, no. Khalees. Did you know that? What do they teach you in culinary school? <laughs> Whereas now she's saying that she's never made a milkshake. And actually, we think we've chatted about this extensively and we think actually she's lying in this interview because this interview comes in 2016 at a time when she's just released her cookbook and she wants to move away from her, her milkshake days. I mean, that's why there aren't milkshake recipes. But if, if, if you sort of subscribe to our earlier theory that she's holding back the milkshake recipe for a later date, mm. maybe she's trying to sort of lead us astray by saying she's never made a milkshake before. And then yeah. one day she will release this milkshake recipe and it will revolutionise. Mm. Well, not unless we do first. Well, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, we will. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, if we look at setlist.com, she has performed this song over 300 times since it's released live. She has stated over 300 times that she's made milkshakes. Yeah, but so. she also said that repeatedly in the song. So you've got to times that by at least 30. So what's that? Yeah, Nine, there are many lyrics out there. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of time. A lot of milkshake time. So I don't think we need to worry about this. I told our source to, um, you know, hold his hand. Our source who definitely isn't one of us two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, a couple of things, though, that we might be able to take from this interview is that in this smoothie, she does talk about orange, protein powder and honey, which I don't know about you, but I think sound quite nice in a, in a milkshake. Um, I mean, it's not what I would choose, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we actually have the base of this milkshake now. So far we've got the vanilla ice cream and the whole milk, but obviously we need more than just that for a milkshake. So to give us more inspiration, we went back to the song to see what she reveals in it. Mm. And one of her better lines is, um, La la, la la, la, warm it up. up. That was beautiful to <laughs> <laughs> Which suggests to us that she serves her milkshakes warm. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she does say definitely here, warm it up. And this is actually a thing. We had a look. People do serve milkshakes uh, warm or hot. But the crucial thing here is that it definitely can't have been lukewarm. There are quite a lot of complaints on the internet of people uh, receiving milkshakes lukewarm. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Rodogro Mary. It sounds like a fake name to me. <laughs> From Virginia, went to Baskin Robbins. Also and, sounds like a fake yeah, name. Yeah, but that's a shop. Is it a shop? I don't know. It sounds yeah. like a person. Um, and, and he said that the milkshakes were extremely runny and not even completely cold. Very disappointed. Mm, but definitely implies there that it was meant to be cold. I mean, um, I feel like a milkshake's meant to be cold. I mean, I, th I, th I think you disagree, Joe, but I'm... I do disagree, actually, because... If we look at Coventus, who's quite a, a massive uh, food retailer... Oh, yeah, definitely heard of them. 
Uh, they have just started serving uh, warm milkshakes in India, actually, on the 28th of December in 2016. So this is only a few months ago. Maybe she's just dramatically ahead of her time. Uh, massively ahead of her time. 2003 to 2016, that's a what, 13 years? 13 years. I mean, that could be part of the secret. Um, she's just waiting for the right time to bring out the craze. She maximised her profit margin. Yeah, yeah, but definitely warm. I mean, just to, yeah. I mean, Jacqueline from Nuneaton, she went to... Nuneaton! <laughs> Isn't that where you're from? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, she went to Bella Italia on Duke Street in Mayfair, which is now actually closed. I mean, probably because of this review. <laughs> this is the sole reason for its closure. <laughs> yeah, and she said that their milkshakes were warm, and the waiter tried to cool it down with ice, which watered down the milk, and she is quite angry about that. I mean, I would be. Who puts ice in a milkshake? It's got ice cream in it. Just yeah. put more ice cream in it. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> so we've definitely got... a. A hot, a warm to hot milkshake, I think. I feel like warm to hot is lukewarm. I think it's going to be hot, hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. La, 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 la. Heat it up would be a bit weird. Warm it up is, you know. <laughs> yeah. You don't, yeah. Maybe like it sounds to... a little bit like a hot chocolate. Yeah, me. maybe. But I'm... maybe she's just trying to move the field of yeah. milkshakes kind of slowly, you know. She doesn't want to straight away say heat it up. I get, I get where you're coming from. I'm just not convinced by Khalees. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be buying it. <laughs> well, and also, the other hint that we can get from the song is that uh, Kelly says that her milkshake, that with her milkshake, the boy's eyes are squint. Um, so maybe it's got sort of sour flavouring to it. Um, and also, she says, then he's picked up your scent. Presumably talking about the milkshake there. Yeah, so it's got to have something that's quite sour, but also has a quite specific smell. Mm. So maybe like lemons? Yeah, potentially. oranges and lemons. Oranges and lemons, said the bells of St. Clement. In, indeed, and that fits with her interview, actually, where she did say that she put orange in her smoothie. Yeah, so maybe it's got a bit of orange in, maybe mm. even a bit of protein powder. Well, the protein powder as well. Is, yeah, yeah, and that would help it appeal to men, I think. Oh, I yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm protein. Oh, yeah, I'm a juven lift bro, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be big and strong and masculine. Mm. And this fits very well with her uh, New York upbringings because New York is famous for its cheesecakes. And actually, when you look at a traditional New York cheesecake recipe, it's got lemons in. Actually, Joe, I knew that already. Do you know why I knew, I knew that? Because I'm quite the cheesecake connoisseur. <laughs> and New York cheesecake is one of my specialties, and it does have lots of lemons in it. Mm, so, we think <laughs> that Kelly's milkshake has uh, lemons and oranges in it. It's sort of a lemon and orange cheesecake flavour, yeah. with a bit of honey, as she said in her interview, yeah, protein bit. powder, absolutely, vanilla ice cream, and milk. So And it has to be heated up. And warm. It has to be hot. Yeah. Hot. Not and finally, just from the video, she eats a cherry quite um, in a sort of over-the-top way. Not the way I'd eat a cherry, but... Uh, so we think there's probably a cherry on top. <laughs> do you see the part where she spits out the stone? <laughs> Cherries have stones, then? They do, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. They don't. Well, Kelly I thought that stone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the only conclusion. Really bad for that, though. Maybe she's got a cherry tree growing inside her stomach. And one day she'll just sprout. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to wait for it. Well, that's, a, that's an ominous thought. Very strange thought. <laughs> so we'd now like to uh, sort of culminate this culinary adventure with the exact Kelly's recipe which we've made and we'll uh, tell, you our, tell you about our experiences with it. So just a warning, this milkshake is incredibly large and we don't recommend <laughs> consuming it all in one go. No, but it would have to be really large for me to go around to Kelly's yard. It's got to be pretty impressive. I mean, size does matter. So firstly, we need one pint of vanilla ice cream. We need... Half an actual cheesecake, yeah, where you scrape the top off to yeah. use for your milkshake cheesecake filling. Yeah, so you take half of the whole cheesecake and you put that in a blender. Then you scrape the topping off the other half. 
and put that into the blender. Then you add two pints of whole milk, Jersey milk if you can, the really creamy stuff, I think. Oh, very fancy, Joe. Mm. And then we want uh, three tablespoons of lemon curd, uh, some orange zest. What about squirt of orange as well? Squirt of... No, that's not in the recipe. We talked about this before. Oh. Sorry, Joe. Stop changing things. <laughs> I'm not a cook. <laughs> then you need to whiz that up. You need to add two tablespoons of honey, two scoops of vanilla uh, protein powder. And then you want to take your half uh, of the biscuit base for the cheesecake and you want to sprinkle that on top, place a cherry on top of that, and then sit back and enjoy. That sounds glorious. You've got to warm it up. You've got to warm it up. Ah, yes. Crucial point, don't add the ice cream till the last minute. Warm up the mix, then scoop in the ice cream, like a sort of ice cream float. Yeah, and just watch as the ice cream melts into it and then just yeah. all try and consume it whilst it does mm. that. But eat it really, really fast so that it doesn't get lukewarm. Yeah, I think that sounds perfect. Yeah. So we actually made uh, two of these milkshakes earlier, one each, um, which is probably why we've spoken so fast tonight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever tasted. But... I mean, we have to, a little caveat here, that we didn't bring all the boys to the yard. Um, well, we're still waiting, you know. They might be outside, we haven't checked for, for 20 minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, just a, a quick note, our, uh, the photo of us with this milkshake is on Twitter, at little, little underscore podcast. A plug for our Twitter account now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we, the reason we think that we didn't get all the uh, boys to the yard is that we're recording this podcast in a Grandchester, just south of Cambridge, and uh, the average age here is quite high. I mean, it's it's 36. It's not quite Khaleesi's 24, is it? No. So I think maybe if we'd used semi-skim milk, we would have got all the boys to the eye. <laughs> yeah, that, that minor change would have changed the whole dynamic of our evening. <laughs> <laughs> Men banging down the door to get our milkshake. <laughs> that wouldn't have been pleasant, I don't think. <laughs> no. And we actually also... Just a final note, and we included this mainly because this study is by somebody called Kyle Berger. Um, well, keeping with the food theme, you know. Yeah, this is totally, this is actually genuine. Legit, legit. Um, so Kyle Berger did this work with uh, functional MRI studies, which is where you can look at sort of brain activity, or sort of brain activity. And um, they looked at people's responses to drinking a milkshake. And they, uh, they found, they looked at the dopamine system, which is... Um, activates uh, upon reward. Yeah, that's right. Reward and um, motivation, those kind of mm. things. And they showed that actually if you eat lots of milkshakes, your response to another milkshake is much less reward. So this might be why Kelis is quite secretive about the um, about the recipe. She doesn't want people to have it too often or they won't... Yeah, exactly. So as I said, she's waiting for the big reveal. So she needs to keep it under wraps so that when it's revealed, everybody will flock to the yard because their dopamine responses are so high and they want her milkshake. Exactly, yeah. You know... Too many of these milkshakes will diminish the response and will no longer rush to her yard. It's a very good marketing technique, I think. It is. I mean, it's taken her 14 years to release the recipe and she still hasn't. Until tonight. Until tonight, indeed. Yes. But there we go. That's the recipe. We've done it. We've, we've succeeded. We beat her to the mm. re- reveal. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Kelis, for ruining your big moment. Uh, any of our listeners in New York, if you'd like to try this recipe and, you know, just... Confirm, check that it brings the boys to the yard. That'd be great. Yeah, we just need a bit, a bit more um, evidence backing our yeah. calls. Any uh, positive responses will get a mention on the podcast. Any negative responses will not get any feedback at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, pre- we'll pretend you didn't reply. Um, <laughs> and that's it. So yeah. thank you for listening this week. Join us again next week for more interesting pop culture references. 
Mm-hmm. And if you can't wait till then, why don't you join us on the web? We're on Facebook at literally what does that mean? And we're also on Twitter at literally underscore podcast. Literal underscore podcast. Literal underscore podcast. Good job I know our Twitter account, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> also, check out the Twitter account for hints for what will be on next week because we do, when we say we tweet people to ask for questions, we really do. They and are it there. probably gives away the whole premise of our next podcast. Mm. Um, look carefully. <laughs> and on that note, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir.